0: Again, and a Non-Gay is a podcast from James Barr and Dan Hudson. They're like a lovely little
1: couple, except they're not.
0: Hey, it's Again and a Non-Gay. And before we start today's awesome episode, we want to tell you all about our big gay show.
1: Yes, it's happening on Friday, September the 10th as part of Underbelly Festival, which is happening in Cavendish Square in central London.
0: Yes, it's at 9.15pm. It's the night before Pride in London, also known as Problematic Pride. And I'm so excited to see all your faces. I can't believe we're all going to get in the same room again. There'll be social distancing.
1: It's not a room, James. It's, what is it? It's a tent. At the minute, we're
0: selling to a lower capacity to allow for social distancing. Although if the government changes their plans throughout the summer, that may be increased.
1: Also featuring iconic to quote James, special guests. So
0: get your tickets now to make sure you're there. Go to gaynongay.com slash live.
1: Happy pride from a
0: gay and a non-gay. Right, we are celebrating our 250th episode this month and we are so honored to have Drag Royalty, two of the most iconic queens from RuPaul's Drag Race and beyond, both making their West End debut in London right now. It's Willem and Latrice Royale, Hi. 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 Oh my God, what an honor. I can't breathe. And Dan, my my non-gay is so chill because he's non-gay and just doesn't get it.
1: <laughs> no, I'm, I'm <laughs> excited. I'm excited because James is excited. I'm like dying right now. Your show Death Drop uh, opened last night and James was there and he hasn't stopped going on about it. Uh, I couldn't make it. And the, uh, the reason is by the way that I get up at two o'clock in the morning to go to work. So. Okay, Ally. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah,
1: Bye. thank
2: you. Mm-hmm. Ally McBeal, goodbye. <laughs> 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 Welcome to a gay
3: non-gay.
0: Do you guys have like non-gays in your life? Do you have straight best friends? Oh, of course.
2: I have a lot of different types of people. I'm friends with some straight men that used to be gay women. You know, I'm fun, I'm, it runs the gamut. I trust lesbians more than anyone else in the world. So allies are nice, but if, if I'm ever in a pinch, I'm always looking for a dyke. <laughs> like, Dan, no offense, you seem cool, but what more do we need to learn about straight people? We've been learning about them for years.
3: This is
0: true. true.
2: What can you teach me? What have you done for me lately?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Janet. (laughs) I've taught James quite a lot though, by by his own admission.
0: You have. He's taught me about not letting men treat me like bullshit because whenever I went to him for relationship advice, he'd just be like, what are you doing? Like, why are you accepting this drama? It's so boring. And that,
3: that was, that was useful. But that's also kind of like common sense too. So I don't know I'm <laughs> just <saying. laughs> I mean...
0: Okay, let's She's get a taxi, taxi for Dan. Taxi for you, Are you saying that you don't have any common sense? Yeah, correct. Oh, oh, sorry. Oh, that, was okay. that was your I'll, read, that was your read, I'll leave that, with it. I'll leave you with Dan <laughs> then. The library's open for me. Spill
1: that
2: tea. I actually
0: played Dan Thick Thighs earlier for the first time.
2: Pack um, it up, show it off, make you wink when you cough, serve a thigh, shake a breast in your chicken bucket dress. Do you know what a chicken bucket dress is? No. A chicken bucket dress is a dress that shows off your breasts and your thighs. Right.
1: Like a chicken okay. bucket. So what is particularly like tight in those two regions?
2: It just shows it off. It, sh- it shows that the bucket has chicken thighs and chicken breasts in it.
1: Yes. Right. Okay. That's if good. you don't
2: get it, you don't get
1: it. I'm just trying to work it out.
2: Well, just to let you know, you're limited to two dipping sauces, so figure it out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go sweet chili. So, UK Drag Race, what are your thoughts on that? You must have been watching it whilst you were in lockdown.
2: it you- away the chop hostess.
0: Okay,
3: right, yeah. We have a podcast called The Chop, where we do a review of uh, all the different franchises. So we did UK, and we love this franchise. It's one of my favorites, because the girls are so in on the joke. You know what I mean? They're not taking themselves so serious where you're all super sensitive and be like, oh, girl, sis, I didn't mean to say apologizing and shit. I ain't got time for that, bitch. Be shady if you shady. Show your color, bitch. Give the drama. Give us the sass. Give us what we paid for. And uh, <laughs> and they do. And I, that's why I love it. But at the heart of it all, when it, like if shit goes down, they're there for each other. When it all boils down to the get down, they're there for each other. So I, I just love that uh they're so free and so crass here uh we can learn a lot
2: i definitely think that uh bing bang bong should have gone to eurovision instead of the crap that y'all sent because like you would have gotten way more than zero points let me tell you that because those girls are superstars and they know how to put on a goddamn show yep season two girls like season one was cute but season two over here blew it out of the water baby
0: for sure I was literally going to ask United King Dolls or Rock Destroyers for Eurovision, you already you're saying know. I already know. Now let's
2: meet our first group representing the United Kingdom: the United King Dolls. These girls made it to number 69 on the charts in Slough. Their motto: sex, drugs, and sausage
0: rolls. What do they love about the UK? The UKD. Do you think Europe would um, would go for that, or do you think they feel like the UK wasn't taking it seriously? Of
2: course, they would. Drag, I mean, Dana International was set by Israel like 20 years ago. Um, drag performers have represented Austria. Can Cheetah Worst? She had rise like a phoenix, and I think that won, didn't it? Yeah, it did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, mm-hmm. drag-, drag is taken seriously as an art form around the world now.
1: You two were on RuPaul's Drag Race quite early doors, so do you think that? Is been a good thing.
3: I feel like everyone has their time. And like, for us, I'm really glad and fortunate that we did it early on. Um, Because the things that these girls have to do now uh, to even just get on the show is so more extravagant as far as cost uh, to like get on the show they require them like 15 different looks and, and you have to be high-end you have to be couture you have to be fashion forward you have to do it's just so much more now and so many more hoops so i'm glad we did it back then and we the ogs and so like it was a little bit different back then it was a different type of girl you're not going to get another willem detox latrice manila you're not going to get none of those girls anymore now i feel like it's a little drag factory and they're all reproductions of each other to some some extent. And uh, thank goodness for season 13, um, which gave me life, you know what I mean? It showed me like, whoa, okay, these bitches are out the box at next level. But yeah, I'm glad I did it already. I'm done, I'm good. I did it three times. We're, we're over it, we're moved <laughs> on. I'm on the West, I'm in the West End now. I'm, <laughs> you know? <laughs> My name is Latrice Royale. Latrice Royale is large and in charge chunky yet funky five g's please good god get a grip
2: girl i echo everything that she said just to get on the audition tape is like what basically we had to do to bring to our season like right now the girls to bring to the show they need to bring almost 40 looks Wow. i mean in the first episode alone they showed i think five or six yeah Yeah. six right off the bat first episode an entrance look, a, a talent look, a ball look, which was three things. Three a things. Runway look. It's a And lie. the promo look. It's jumping through hoops and the contract is very, very restrictive now. And it's not something that would be held up at a court of law, but wow. to argue that you would have to first violate it and then sit on the sidelines for a whole year of your life while you're being denied press and marketing opportunities. So it did you guys very-
0: watch the um, the Bussy Queen YouTube like contract video? i mean what were your feelings on that
2: i put it on my youtube channel for beatdown um i reviewed like the good parts and put my input about it but everything was right it's it's one of those things where you have to decide what you're going to do if you're given the opportunity it might be the biggest shine you ever get in your life but you're going to be shackled to do exactly what three men three cis men who don't do drag want you to do so wow it's it's uh pick which hand and then hope for the better one. Basically, when signing this form, you're now legally obligated to participate in up to six seasons of RuPaul's Drag Race, if chosen to do so. It says that the producer may exercise any of the additional series options no later than the date that is four years after the initial exhibition of the final episode in the immediately preceding cycle. This means for up to four years after the finale of the season that you most recently appeared in, the producers can call you back at any time and let you know that they would like you to appear in a future season and each subsequent participation in a future cycle resets that four year clock.
0: I guess your contract was very different.
3: Oh yeah. They weren't in on the profit of what they could do with these girls back then. They wow, were behind right. they were behind the curve on it. And so now as a, in recent years they realize what they could actually do and so they implemented it and so now they they have input on who and what management companies you can go to and who you can work with and and it's just all too much and so for me we are boss bitches we have always (laughs) been boss bitches we have been taking (laughs) care of us since the beginning and so for someone to come tell me what i can and cannot do ain't gonna fly This is what I love.
0: Like, I wanted to know that, seeing you in Death Drop. I kind of didn't like the thought of someone else taking all your money.
2: I mean, every other reality show, American Idol, uh, Project Runway, they all have those strings attached, and they always have. World of Wonder is just finally catching up to it. Yeah. I mean, the rest of the world just doesn't know about all the things, but, like, there's reasons that people have been in decade-long contract disputes because they started on a reality show. It's not like there's some evil oligarch, but they are benefiting off the backs of the queens and not sharing any of the profits with them the pay from season four that we did compared to season 13 has gone up 100 dollars and that's what? it it's, it's 500 an episode you don't make money off repeats which is standard in reality television but like at this point they can afford to pay these girls who are breaking their asses and coming out of the show in debt even if they're mm-hmm. top four and they're choosing not to Just like on the BBC one, it's like when you can do better and you don't, you have to wonder about the motivations and why isn't RuPaul saying, hey, pay my girls? She don't give a fuck either. I love her for everything that she's done, but she doesn't even know most of our names. Unless she really loves you or she really hates you. That oh, <laughs> she knows little you know, man. She,
3: she knows what she's saying, too. faber <Faber-Jay-Lang>, <laughs> For very different
1: reasons, as you can tell, we're on opposite ends
3: of the spectrum on that
1: one. <laughs> it, can only, it can only discriminate against what we would call the working class and what I guess you would call blue-collar poor uh, contestants
2: you know some drag queens know how to um god bless the child that has their own they can make their own stuff they're great at things ellie Mm -hmm. diamond can do her own hair make her own outfits everything rio same thing crystal crystal method uh jada essence hall there's so many girls that do not have the funds but they have the means through their own two god-given hands and their brains and girls that like are like oh these they did my nails they did my this they did my that some of them are like that because they're so busy and they're doing other stuff, you know, like the Gottmik, who was top two on, on our season, on season 13 of Drag Race America, he was busy painting Paris Hilton and doing makeup and doing everything else. He was coming up with concepts and then other people were executing them for him. So I don't begrudge everybody for getting some shit made, but like, some girls where they walk onto All Stars and you're like, what did you do? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they're they're just the vessel for
1: everyone else's work.
2: But I mean, I kind of look at Death Drop and all the jobs that we've done after our gigs as an All Stars opportunity, because it's just continuing to show off all of our talents that we would do on the reality show and like their skits and their scats and their challenges and their singing competitions and things like that, you know?
1: Hey, welcome back to A Gay and a Non-Gay. Don't forget we are performing live on Saturday, September the 10th as part of Underbelly Festival. Get your tickets from gaynongay.com forward slash live. And now back to our chat with Willem and Latrice Royale. So, um, Latrice, you're from Compton, right? In, mm-hmm. in California. Um, yeah. Are there many drag queens in, in, in that area? Oh, are the many, ah, ah, are many gay people when you are growing up? Ah, ah. <laughs>
3: I think you know the answer to that baby no let me tell you no there was no uh you're not gonna be gay uh up in here that's (laughs) the hood no so uh it was only like options to be in gangs or go to the military when I was growing up and I was there was not a real there was no place for me um so it was a trying time and I tried to get through it the best way I could but you know my mother was uh she knew that there was some little sugar in my tank. She knew I was gay, uh, you know, early on. And she always called me her special child. So she moved me out of the Compton District for school, like when I got into middle school and, and high school, um, so that I can be around different ethnicities and cultures and things and be more well-rounded and educated properly so I didn't fall into the same trap that my brothers did but it wasn't until I moved to Florida that I even got into drag and it was never on my radar uh to do drag I was barely trying to figure out that I was gay um but once I did figure that out yeah I popped right on out the closet boo boo chiffon and Lemay honey
1: <laughs> this must have been around the time or just before that it was like the center of the world in terms of the music scene with oh NBA. yeah I grew,
3: I grew up with like easy and all those like those horror, you seen the movie straight out of compton yeah, yeah yeah of course yeah that, those are my brother's friends best friends my brother was the ringleader of all that yeah wow. so that's basically my life gunshot wounds and drug deals going bad and people getting killed and all that kind of that was a that was a weekly daily situation yeah i used to count drug money all the time
1: yeah
3: you must
0: get a lot of messages from people just saying how inspired they are by your journey and wanting to move in the same direction as you Uh,
3: yes um, which is great because you know my my whole story and and testimony basically is it is to inspire others and let them know that whatever situation you're in doesn't define you you don't have to you don't have to be a victim of your circumstance you can break out you can get you can be your authentic self and you can be successful and so uh, I think by me being you know, living proof because I'm coming, look at me. This is not the the protocol when you, you know what I mean? That's not what you, you you don't normally see a 400 pound black drag queen on TV every day. You know what I mean? This is just not, that was not what you're going to see back then. So uh, to come from where I was to where I am is definitely um, a testament.
1: Filipino pride will be on full display in the upcoming season of American reality TV competition, RuPaul's Drag Race All Stars. Finai drag queen Jiggly Caliente is back in the workroom, and this time to fight for a spot in the Drag
2: Race Hall of Fame.
0: Have you reached out to Jiggly to wish good luck for All Stars? Oh, yes,
3: yes, yes. I love my Jiggly.
2: Honey, she reached out to me and borrowed my shit before she left.
3: <laughs> that no, much. really.
2: And she still has it.
3: What well, did she take? You, I guess, guess you not. can't say.
2: She <laughs> took a couple things, but one of the things she took, I wore into the workroom and I'll leave it at that.
0: Ooh, that's sickening. Um, and is Jiggly your fave for All-Star 6? Do you have any other thoughts?
2: I don't know because I haven't seen it yet, but I, I think Jiggly and Akiria won the promo. They look the most sickening mm-hmm. and I'm a big fan of Sonique. I'm a big fan of um, mm-hmm. Eureka. Raj O'Hara is pretty talented. Mm-hmm. There's, a, there's a lot of great mm-hmm. girls going up in there. It's going to be good.
3: It's going to be really good.
2: And we'll be reviewing it on Race Chaser, my podcast with so there you go <laughs> Yes, so, <laughs> thank you
3: for doing that. We
0: were if you really want to you. know what
2: we think, tune in and
0: subscribe. <laughs> do you think Drag Race is now doing enough for the whole trans thing and, and the issues around that?
2: People change. Uh, I'm not going to judge someone on her, an opinion on that she had for their show, but when we were on it, before we were on it, the casting people would call us and be like, who's this girl? Does she have titties? Is she a boy? Does she, how does she live? you know and like they mm-hmm. they asked that the, they asked and Jiggly and Sonique have gone on record saying that they told me to delay my transition Sonique definitely did uh, when they were trying to cast her for season 1 and that didn't work out and in season 2 she decided to stop Jiggly took her nails off she decided to you know you make certain you make certain sacrifices to figure out how you want your life to go and that's what they did it's not my point to judge RuPaul yeah. because i had opinions that were outdated too so whatever I love that. I'm, I'm glad my friends are on TV again.
0: Two unlikely friends take on the world. So we have a feature on this show where we allow Dan to kind of ask people anything he wants. Like he'll get to ask the queer community stuff because straight men like don't necessarily have safe spaces anymore to just say what they want, right? People are always going to shout them down. <laughs> so um, we're going to do that with you guys, except this is things drag queens can't say. So we're going to give you Uh, a safe space to ask a straight man a question that you might have wanted to know about straight people. Now, obviously, there's nothing a drag queen can't say because you can say whatever the hell you want.
1: And
3: then (laughs) you can cancel.
1: (laughs) It's time for things drag queens can't say. Things that drag queens can't say. Things that drag queens can't say. They're on
2: the wrong track, baby. Things that drag queens can't say. say. Dan, how long do you hold your ass cheeks apart in the shower for the water to hit directly on your butthole?
1: But I don't know if I do that. I give oh, it
2: Leave meeting. Because
1: if you if you just stand and do it for long enough, it's gonna get in there, isn't it? No.
3: Oh my God! No. So
1: you already know. Do not oh. go down there, honey.
2: No. Don't so
1: do it. Nobody's going in it. So it's it's. That's, that's the scary. thing. That's
2: a- that's okay. You don't want to smell the back from the front though when you're right. down there. And that you part
1: you have you, never
2: gone down on a man you don't know what it smells like down there probably so
3: yeah wash your ass from <laughs> underneath them ball down underneath that taint on there get, all the way to the get hole
2: get a fucking washcloth i know that they why washcloth. don't they
3: washcloths here they don't believe in ragtime girl wait wash what <laughs> Washcloth? Oh! oh my God. A washcloth? Like. A, oh, just a, like a flannel. Yeah, yeah a flannel. We call that a, flannel. Yeah, yeah, call yeah, that yeah, a flannel. flannel. yeah. A flannel. Okay. So, those, they don't put them in hotels. I don't see them in people's bathroom showers. I don't know what. Just rubbing soap on you with some water is not bathing to me. That is true. We don't do
0: that. We just have like foam burst or like herbal uh-huh. essences.
2: No, 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 no.
0: No, you gotta get that for
3: Munda, honey.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Latrice, do you have a question you want to? That's from from down under. From
1: down under.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: why? Why, would it, why do people? Every guest that we have, does, why does it always end up to what I end up doing in the shower? Straight well, people. because we, cause
3: straight people, yeah, we does don't know what happen? you do. We don't know what you do up in there, but we're curious. <laughs>
1: um, we had we had Fat Mike on the podcast. He doesn't shower for for weeks on end. What he goes on tour and he doesn't shower. What and both me and James were like, What? what?
2: I got and very said, yeah, Oprah. it's
1: kind of pointless. Sorry about the accent. It's kind of pointless showering. What?
2: What? Ooh. I hate showering, I shower like once a month. Ugh. What? <laughs> <laughs> I don't like showering, it's I think it's uh not something people should do really, unless you know you uh work in a mine or something. But if you just go and live in the kind of life that uh you know in the 20th century, I shower every day, it's just it's weird, it seems like a waste of 10 minutes. <laughs>
1: Do you not shower after gigs and or before gigs?
2: No, no, no. I've I've gone 51 days without a shower on tour. What? Oh, wow. <laughs> the other thing over here is y'all don't have shower curtains in a lot of Yeah, your yeah. so
0: we no, like just a water on?
3: A partition. Yeah. yeah, that, yeah. But the isn't water, that
0: hotter it, though? Because a shower curtain is a bit annoying when it like slaps your skin when you're in the shower.
3: Well, not a curtain, but at least a door that closes all the way so the water's not all over the floor by the time you get uh, there. That. That's the part. This is a good point.
1: Shower curtains get really dirt, like really dirty and there's such a hassle to clean. Oh, yeah, they do. Like,
2: you don't even clean your butthole and you're worried about a shower curtain? Right, that part. You can calm down. <laughs> <laughs> and that was Things Drag Queens
1: Can't Say. Things, things, that that drag drag queens queens things, things that drag queens can't say things that drag queens can't say they're on the
2: wrong track baby things, things that drag queens can't say i'm
1: texting gaga <laughs> <laughs> guys thanks so much for joining us good luck with the show um i will come to a matinee i'll see you there he's still. Thanks, still
2: he's lying thanks for having you it. know
1: that's a lie that's not it. a lie that's not a lie i'm a man you I'm better like...
0: go you if you don't effing go i'll be so angry with you
1: i'll go but it has to it has to be afternoon Thing. Right. Yeah, okay, out. great.
0: Well, good yeah. luck with the show. Death Drop is on sale right now and in London throughout Pride Month. You guys are incredible. We love you. And please listen to both the guys' podcasts as well. We'll put a link in our episode description. DeathDropPlay.com. 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 Woo! Woo! Bye. Happy Pride,
2: guys. Happy
0: Pride. Thanks for listening, babes. Do the admin and support a gay and non gay? Visit slash donate.